0: As intentional as I've been in all kinds of areas in my life, there is one aspect that I feel like I've kind of let fall by the wayside, and that is how I communicate and how I take in information. So during the crisis that everyone is going through right now, I have been doing a lot of digging into how I can implement boundaries and things and ultimately make myself a happier, healthier, and better service provider for those that I work with. So that's what we're going to dig into today. Welcome to Your Intentional Life. I'm Brittany Bailey, and I am on a mission to build a seven-figure business without sacrificing the intentional life that I worked so hard to create. So far, I've been blessed to grow my business from the ground up, write for some amazing people, and work with some of the top marketing minds out there. But I am not done yet. Follow along as I take you behind the scenes in my business to talk about marketing, mindset, manifestation, and how intentional living plays into everything that I do. If you're anything like me, don't just let life happen to you. You're always curious, always learning, and always grabbing the reins. Service providers, coaches, course creators, and all kinds of intuitive entrepreneurs have a home here. So let's build your intentional life. Okay, so I got a brand new MacBook a couple of weeks ago and I'm still, you know, loading all my my uh bookmarks onto it and stuff like that and I visited Voxer on it for the first time the other day and it gave me this big alert and it was like enable desktop notifications now, right? And instinctively I went to click allow and then something just kind of clicked in my brain and I was like, "No." Why would I want to do that? Like I'm going to be writing on this. I'm going to be, you know, in the middle of a project, and I'm going to see like, ding! So and so sent you a Voxer. and um, it's so interesting to me because we have all been trained that being reachable 24 seven is high service. So being able to contact the people that we're working with all the time and being able to get a response from them is is them being of of high service to you. Is them being dedicated that kind of thing, right? Um, It's how we, it's how we run business. But since I have left ClickFunnels, I've been really focused on what I want my day-to-day life to look like. And if I'm being honest, it's not, you know, directing my attention to every beck and call. It's not kind of chasing these uh, different interactions it's very much an intentional thing. And I've been very intentional about my schedule. You know, Mondays and Fridays are blocked out for my businesses, for my business. Tuesday is discovery calls. Wednesday is internal meetings. And Thursdays is interviews. So like I have, you know, I have my schedule very intentional. I have all aspects of my business intentional, but I still was finding myself, you know, in this belief that, I had to still be reachable all the time, right? So as this is kind of coming to head, it's going through my head. I'm, you know, kind of I'm kind of going through all of this. I get an email from one of my friends and at the bottom of her signature it says this is a calm inbox and it's checked in the AM and PM during Australia time zone. I was like, what on earth is a calm inbox? So I Google it and apparently there's this kind of movement out there of calm inboxes. And people, you know, it came there's like a couple um articles from people who work at Google, Facebook, you know, it's kind of, I guess, seeing its its light over in like, you know, Silicon Valley type thing. But it's basically um this method of, of managing your inbox where you go in once or twice a day and you set that expectation up front so people know, okay, that's when they're going to respond to me. And um, right away, I, I was like, okay, that's a really, really easy thing for me to implement um, right away. So I added that to my signature and then I kind of started exploring some more um, some more ways to to extend these boundaries so that I can show up every time that I do show up in a, in a good space. Um, so if you have an iPhone, there's this thing called downtime. I don't know if you've seen this, but it's a downtime feature. And basically it, you set like, you set what apps you want to be able to access or, or notify you or whatever, um, during certain periods of the day. So for instance, like I have mine set right now at 8 PM from 8 PM to 8 AM, um, it grays out like on, if you look at your like phone, it'll gray out whatever apps you do. So I grayed out like Voxer, email, um, pretty much everything that wasn't like, you know, my alarm clock, um, my calendar, just so I could like make sure that I was doing the right thing for the next day, you know, like that kind of thing. But I grayed out all of that um, from eight to eight. And it's been so interesting because I've been leaving my phone like on my desk and just, you know, going to make dinner and going to hang out with Tim and whatever. And like, I'm just not touching my phone as much anymore. And it's so, it's been such a, um, a small, seemingly like a small thing, but I was sitting on the couch, like watching TV and I would be like scrolling through something on my phone and it was just like not helpful. Um, The other thing that I did was I did a time limit. Uh, You can do a time limit um, on on downtime, which I'm sure that there's a Android version of this. Um, But I did a time limit and like I did a time limit for, Voxer, I did a time limit for uh, Pinterest. That's like my one social media on my phone, which I'll get to in a second. Um, so I did a time limit for apps. So it'll tell me like, hey, you're out of time for this app and it'll shut it down. Um, you can manually override it if you're like in the middle of a message or something, but um, it'll it'll automatically do it. Another thing that I did was I removed all of the social media apps on my phone except for Pinterest because I use Pinterest um, for recipes and stuff. Um, but I removed Instagram and Facebook. I do have Facebook Messenger, but I turned off the notifications. So I check it at the same time that I check my inbox, like for my um, email. So I removed those. And the cra- here's the craziest thing, you guys. So I went on the social media detox, right? And um, I my phone, my screen time went down seventy five percent, seventy five percent, because you need know, to get like the screen alert. And that was so crazy to me. But the the more crazy thing is, I, is I've i been thinking, I have an iPhone 10. And for the last probably four or five months, I've been saying and thinking that I need a new battery in this phone because it doesn't hold a charge. Like, that's what I've been saying. I've said it to Tim. We don't live in a town that there's an Apple store. So I would have like to drive 45 minutes to get to an Apple store to get it changed. And I've never done it. And so I've been saying like, oh, this phone, the battery sucks on this phone. And you guys, as soon as I started implementing these things, it wasn't the battery that sucked. It was my habits. So like now I'm ending the day with like 65% charge. And it was like every single day, my phone was getting to like 1%. And it was just the fact that I was scrolling and I was doing these things like mindlessly um, that now, and now I'm not. It's, it, was, it was so amazing to me that that just one thing, removing Instagram from my phone, like I was going to change my battery because I thought it. Like you know, it's just so interesting how ingrained this this thing that we do every day is in our life that we're so willing to think it's something it's completely external. It it can't possibly be that I'm spending too much time on Instagram. Um, so that's kind of like that's what I've been doing to uh, to put these boundaries up, and all this has really improved the way that I communicate not only with the people I work with, but with my friends and family, like now I've kind of, there's this uh, thing, it's psych- like we talk about it in in marketing called a pattern interrupt, but really that in psychology, that means like we have these, um, we have these these actions that we're used to taking. It's like a habit, but it's almost like a muscle memory, right? Um, and so that, like now I've started to put this pattern interrupt in this muscle memory where it was like, anytime I would get a text, I would check it. Like I would see the red bubble, and I would go and check the text, right? And now I'm kind of allowing myself to step back and being like, okay, it's not, it's not the end of the world if I don't te- if I don't check this right away. Um, and so because of that, I'm setting aside time to check my messages and stuff. I'm like responding a lot more, um, a lot more intentionally, and I'm responding in a lot more like I'm present in these conversations, right? Like, whereas before I might've like checked the text and like sent an emoji. I would, now I'm like checking the text and like, hey, how is everything going with you? Like, what, how are you, you know, like I'm more invested and involved in the conversations that I'm having because I'm not just at the back end call where I'm like in the middle of five different things and I'm sending this like quick thing. Whereas like technically, yes, I was available for that person, but not really, right? And so it's kind of putting this like, this, this pattern interrupt in between these actions that have taken for so for so long um and and that's been super interesting I I have caught myself you know a few times like not holding the boundaries especially with this point of stress that we all obviously are all doing with the upheaval that coronavirus is causing and um you know, I've, I've caught myself like bending boundaries because, you know, I thought, oh, that's that's going to be of high service for me to to bend this boundary because everyone's going to this thing. But, you know, the truth is like, I know I have these boundaries in place because I know that that's how I show up best and I know that that's how I can get results for people. Um, so, you know, we've been taught that like availability equals service, but that's not really the case. Like bringing our best self to every interaction is what actually equals service. Um, even in these times of of chaos. And that doesn't mean to just hold a boundary for no, you know, just to say, nope, I can't do it that way, sorry. Like, but it means like actually getting invested in, in making the person understand why you're, why you're saying it this way. And you also, of course, can always adjust. You know, like I, for instance, whenever I um, have a conversation with somebody in Australia, like I typically stop taking calls, I do calls from, like, 1.30 to 3 on those three days that I mentioned, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, but I have some people in Australia. Like, I just did a, um, a summit interview with someone in Australia, and I took the call at 7 p.m. because of our time difference. Like, you know, you can, you can obviously, of course, um, adjust your rules, but to have this kind of standard operating procedure, it makes it so much easier for you to understand um, how to respond to situations and to not, like you know, think through, oh, maybe I should do this. Maybe, maybe I should do it that way. Like you have this default to go to. Um, and that's been so helpful for me, even in this, even in this crazy time. Um, this is, I I called this episode, the last frontier, and because this really does feel like the last frontier in my intentional life. Not that all the other areas are done because it's always a journey. It's always a it's always a process. You know, like I've audited all of these aspects of my life. I've audited, you know, like you if you've been following me a while, you know, I stopped wearing makeup like two years ago, and I was like, I'm I created this one routine that I do every single day instead of having like makeup for when I'm on camera, makeup for when I'm at a conference, makeup for here, makeup for there, because it was just like decision fatigue. So like I've I've addressed all of these different, um, all these different processes in my life, but I never have actually addressed intentional living. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> I've never actually addressed um intentionally communicating. And so uh this kind of feels like the last frontier for me. And so um as as concerned as I am with all that's going on in the world and how much I wish this was not happening. I am trying to find pieces of gratitude and I am grateful that all of this has fo- has forced me to focus on this one last piece of my life that I haven't quite um, turned my attention to before. So hopefully that's helpful for you um, as you go forward and you're communicating with people during this tough and crazy time, as you're communicating with people just on a daily basis in general. Um, I would love to hear from you guys if you know, if this is something that you want to hear more of, or if you want to hear an update on this. Um, I am, like I mentioned on social media, if you follow me on social media, I'm limiting my time there, but I still get messages. Um, so because my business account for, uh, Instagram is connected to Facebook. So when I check my messages on Facebook twice a day, I get the Instagram messages. So still feel free to send me a message there if you want to talk more if you have a question about this I would love to address it in a future episode at Brittany Bailey is where you can find me I love you guys I hope that you are all staying well and staying safe and staying home Um, and we will talk soon how would you like to learn the skill I used to go from burned out service provider to in control business owner in email copy school I'll teach you how to master both the science and the art of this in-demand skill so you can serve your clients better get more consistent work and charge premium prices join us now at emailcopyschool.com and remember early bird bonuses are only around for a short time so be sure to head over to emailcopyschool.com to secure your spot now